0: Welcome, welcome, vampires, werewolves, zombies, familiars, <laughs> and all creatures of the night to this special silver screen podcast. I'm gonna stop doing that mildly offensive accent now. <laughs> we are looking at 2014's uh, mockumentary, What We Do in the Shadows, uh, of course, uh, by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Uh, we are uh, joined by two guests today, rather than just one. But before we introduce them, I am, of course, joined by my usual co-host, DK. Welcome, DK. Hello. Hello. Are you enjoying your spaghetti, DK? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like your worms. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are thrilled to be joined by uh, the two lads from another podcast. Uh, they're from the... Um, Lad, bi- no, not the Lad Bible, what am I talking about? The Nerd, <laughs> <Bad> Bible Bible. <laughs> Nerd Bible <laughs> podcast, and the, uh, they call themselves collectively Pasty Sheep. Uh, Connor and George, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello, I'm just here to T- wash the dishes after five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, want to dress so my... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did mention uh, briefly off air, uh, this is a return to the podcast for Connor, who did join me for a review of Scream. Uh, so, yes, hello. apparently we're obsessed with all things uh, spooky, <laughs> Connor. But, uh... yeah,
2: no, my, my, ma- my master liked me so much that I'm now he's familiar. I've been here for unofficially <laughs> off camera for 11 months. <laughs> uh, I, I will but not put you to shine. A
0: vampire. You, you will go away oh. and go, just do all the chores. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. master. Yes, I'll live in the basement. <laughs> and, uh, of course, George is joining us for the first time here on Silver Screen Podcast. And uh, looking forward to talking about the movie with you, George. <laughs> Right, well, it's good to uh, to have you uh, both with us here, Connor and George, uh, from, as I said, Pasty Sheep, and uh, I will get into a little bit about uh, where we first encountered this movie and stuff before the review, but before all of that, uh, I always throw it over to DK uh, to do a behind-the-scenes uh, and trivia section, so what do you have for us about what we do in the shadows, DK?
3: Okay, well, Waititi and Clement wrote the script, but uh, never showed it to any of the actors, we just gave him a general idea of what was going on and then just see what what happened. To that end, almost 125 hours of footage was shot, editing it down to 90 minutes took almost a year. Clement and Watiti have said that they're considering allowing all the footage to be released online so fans can edit their own version. Wow. Now, Steve Rutherford, like his character, is an IT guy in real life, not an actor. He was hired on the understanding he'll be working on computers for the production. Jermaine Clements on record is saying, when we wrote the script, we made him a big part of it, but we just told him he was going to be our RT guy. He told him he'd just been it a little bit. And every day you go, so when do I actually help with the computers? And we'd say, oh, eventually just put that costume on first. He's a virgin! Because we, <laughs> because we almost keep him silent. I think the whole time he thinks he's just being made fun of. Mm-hmm. Now, the building used for exterior shots of the vampire's house is Peter Jackson's old office. Mm -hmm. And the hill where the vampires face off against the werewolves towards the end of the movie, it's actually the same location where Frodo and the hobbits hide under the root of the tree to avoid the Black Rider in Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow.
2: What? what? I did not know that. What? (laughs) Yeah, what a heritage. Wow. That's pretty
3: cool. Now, there was a funeral scene, though not including the final cut, that sees the vampires throwing Peter's charred body into the harbour. The body was made of polystyrene and it drifted away and became lost. The production had to put out a press release for if the body washed up on shore that it was just a prop and, you know, please don't be alarmed. (laughs)
2: <laughs> awesome yeah, that is aren't 18, you, you will forget about this You will forget <laughs> about this
3: <laughs> Now the film yeah. didn't initially do well on release Performing so poorly in New Zealand That the planned stateside release of the movie Was cancelled It eventually came to be distributed in the US After producers ran a successful crowdfunding campaign During which the movie Became the most pirated movie of 2014 Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Nice yeah. and obviously mm-hmm. movies are quite different titles no pirates, depending on it? the territory, <laughs> depending <laughs> on the territory in which they're released. But I've got to call out some of the names this movie gets in other countries just because they're so good. In France, the movie is called "Interview with Some Vampires." That's Romania- the subtitle of the
0: original, scene.
3: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, Romania yeah. is "Tribulations of Modern Vampires," while in Taiwan, the official title is "Vampire Family Corpse." <laughs> Okay. Well, well, Germany's is my favourite. They come in with five-room kitchen coffin.
2: <laughs> oh, what? That's, that's crazy. That's I random. <laughs> I love it. That's
1: a this. name, if ever i heard one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Definitely. What? Definitely. They supported Madness on tour in the 80s, I believe.
3: <laughs> and, uh, and that's it for my behind-the-scenes mic. So anything you've got?
0: Awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, I I mentioned um, Off Air again, and I should probably have said that I went above and beyond with this because I had the Blu-ray of the movie. So I did watch the deleted scenes and I also watched the original short film that got the movie made, uh, which is very much like, uh, you know, (laughs) three uh, friends in New Zealand and a camcorder and very basic, you know, special effects. Uh, But it's fascinating to watch to kind of see how it got from there to the movie and some of the similar jokes and some that are developed a little bit further so i can always chime in with little bits and pieces about that um but yeah i do uh, i do, do remember seeing the scene where they throw peter's charred corpse into the river it scenes, it, it is pretty amusing but uh yeah bizarre to think that they were like oh no this could cause an incident let's alert the police <laughs> so yeah anyway um so yeah that would uh conclude that then so as i said I always like to ask you a little bit of backstory if it's a, a movie like this. Just where is it that we first saw the movie, and uh, do we have any initial memories of what we thought at the time? Now, I'm assuming DK, the first time you saw it was this week for the podcast.
3: <laughs> it was, yeah. As I told you oh. before, uh, we started recording. i would honestly never really heard of it until I saw that it came up on the podcast
0: list. Wow. Okay. And have you? You are familiar with uh, Jimmy and Clement and Taika Waititi, maybe?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Tina uh, yeah. move. Uh, you know various things uh, over the years honestly yeah. uh, I'll, you know a little I'll preface it by saying dokia comedy it's not my kind of favorite but I was really impressed with this okay
0: fair enough awesome uh, well what about you Connor what was can you remember the first time you saw this movie and uh, what your initial Wait. impressions might have been I
2: knew it was roughly um, after For Ragnarok came out and Taika Waititi's name was in the mainstream, and you know a lot of Google searches were about. And <laughs> it was just again a cheeky browse or two, looked at his filmography, and it was all oh, what we do in the shadow sounded interesting. And then yeah. unbeknownst, it was on BBC iPlayer at the time. Must have watched it on there, and it was just i think it was literally just the time i found the office so it was it was getting used to like the um you know the mockumentary format so it was very jarring but then i thought oh this is so interesting because it's about vampires pretending to be on camera so i thought this is yeah. <laughs> this is going to be uh, an experiment to say the least and yeah just i loved it and then after shortly afterwards they announced a the series and i thought thank goodness
0: for that so it was all this good is, timing cool. yeah the series was great as well we've uh we've all accepted dkc in the series as well so it's always something that's going to come up because well it's mainly the same people involved uh behind the scenes and such and creating it so that's fair enough so um george do you remember the first time you saw uh, this movie and what you might have thought initially
1: i, like, I, th- I think the first time i saw it, i think it was on like film four or something like a few years hmm. ago and it's not one of the ones that was on my radar like i'd obviously sort of heard that there was like the tv show and like i knew that matt berry's in it so that's probably why i feigned interest in it but then like (laughs) i I, I watched this first and then was like okay now i have to seek out the tv show like this is just it's like it's been alluded to like it's such an ordinary style like with the mockumentary but to make like mystical basically like supernatural beings mundane and boring is just it's so well done and i love how bland and dry like the humor is, and just like sort of how it just how they fit together. Like these characters, they all feel like the same. Like yeah. I know they're different and they've got their quirks, but they all just like feel like one like entity. Like they're really like, um, what T.E. Clement and oh, who plays Deacon? Um, oh, i just... I, yeah, I I his name, but uh, he, um, but <laughs> like they together, they shall I Google it? Oh, it's very yeah, I've,
2: I've got my phone up, um, uh, um, Joey, um,
1: bro?
3: Jonathan Brewer, yeah.
0: yeah, Jonathan Brewer,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Ugh, yeah, he's very good. Um, I just I love the dynamic, and um, I don't know. It's just it's a spin on a normal format, really, isn't it? And it's just, yeah, I, I really do enjoy it. And it's I do need to buy it, but Amazon doesn't have it, so that's a problem. Really, that's but it's on Prime. Oh. Perhaps, you know how I rewatched it the other day. Ah, oh, well, fair enough. As long as you had a chance. Was well, it? Did watch the Blu-rays before, like and... sold out at the moment?
0: Oh okay,
1: yes. yeah. Oh, well. But I did watch it again on Prime last night. Ah, oh, nice. I don't, know. I don't really you'll... know what day it is anymore, lads. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you are yeah. a new
0: parent, so congratulations. And I, you know, you have my sympathies uh, no, at the same time. Thank you. As long as you manage to pull yourself away from the kid for an hour and a half to enjoy the uh, dark comedy, then
1: there you go. I waited till they were both. As- I waited till um, they were asleep, so. Ah, oh, fair yeah. enough, fair yeah, enough. For, well, for the best. And I'm, I'm <laughs> Probably, sure I remember it. So let, let, <laughs> let's see how accurate my remembrance of this is. <laughs>
0: fair uh, Yeah, my story is quite similar. Basically, I caught this, this movie, uh, it, I think it was also after I'd seen Thor Ragnarok and after I kind of knew who YTE and Clement were. Never actually watched Flight of the Concords or anything like that, but I know of it. Oh, um, no, and, no, no. Yeah. Caught this movie, as I said, no, one I night. It was like 10 o'clock at night or something on BBC Two. Loved the movie. Caught the series at a later time and think the series is even better than the movie. It's hilarious. Uh, but again, the series was created by Jermaine Clement, um, who created the movie along with Taika Waititi, and the two of them do serve as executive producers. And if anybody's interested, yes, these characters do turn up more than once in the series. It's definitely part of the same kind of shared universe, I guess you could say. And uh, it's always fun when, you know, Viago or Deacon or whatever appears. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my backstory with it. And we uh, we, we do the review now as a, kind of a little bit scattershot. We just tend to break it down into categories and talk about things as they come along rather than talk chronologically. Um, and with this one, I've kind of just personally broken down my notes into things like characters and then talking about each of the character stories and things. So bear with me, but feel free to go off on tangents or whatever if you like as well. Um, so under the category of acting, like I said, I started mm-hmm. by talking about some of the characters in the movie and... The first character I had to talk about was uh, Taika Waititi's character, uh, Viago. Um, And so before I get into any of my notes, what uh, are you guys, do you have any thoughts on the character of Viago and uh, his plots throughout the movie? (laughs) Um, I just mainly broke down quotes, just random
2: quotes <laughs> in the runtime. So I haven't really got an order, I haven't got a structure. I literally just wrote down random lines that made me chuckle. Um, but okay. Thiago, he he opens the movie, doesn't he? Ataika is there at the very beginning. He opens it. And he's three hundred and ninety-four years old, something like that. Um, <laughs> and he's essentially introducing us to the world of you know the, the house, which does look very similar to the one in the TV show. Um, and, yeah and he's you know i guess he's like the unofficial narrator he is kind of like the audience's point of view character out of the, the trio initially yeah. um but uh, uh, uh yeah i don't know i can't comment at the minute about what he but yeah no um yeah he was cool he was cool as always yeah. as always he's great tiger's amazing yeah. absolutely
0: well in terms of like you said he he sets up the movie so there's a couple of things which i think set the tone straight away um the first one is when he's getting out of his coffin and it does the nosferatu kind of rigid straight up kind of special <laughs> effect which <you've> got to, <laughs> yeah it's just so bizarre to see just from this goofy guy and it's like ah uh-huh. um but then to, from there, there's a great bit of comedy where he's like, uh, this is always the most difficult part. And he's like, sheepishly opening the curtains as if, to double check. And then goes, yes, we're safe. It's nighttime. <laughs> so, but uh, I love it, And I love that it kind of, uh, it sets him up as the leader of the group, I guess, almost like the head of the household, because he has to go around and wake everybody yeah. up and, yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What about you guys then, George and uh, and DK? Any thoughts on
3: Viago? Uh, he is my favourite character throughout the movie. I love the scene later on where he's trying to uh, seduce and bite that the student that's wanting to go travelling and accidentally <laughs> hits the artery, and he's just like, I Shit! Love that, scene. <laughs> that scene is really good. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's talking about how he kind of, you know, how he still feels things and everything, and then uh, the, the sheer comedy of the blood spluttering absolutely everywhere is his quality.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, she's talking and he's just like putting the newspapers under her feet. <laughs> exactly,
0: yeah. oh, bless! I can't remember what it is that he says but I know he has like a director camera after that where it's something like well that didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> blurred all yeah. over him. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, did you have any initial thoughts on uh, Taika Waititi's character on Viago then and uh, is he one of your favourites one of your best?
1: Um, I, th- I like Viago because he's kind of he's, he's kind of the most sort of like basic interpretation of out of the group, like he's just like sort of stereotypical vampire in some ways in the aspects of his personality, but he's very sort of human in like the way he sort of like interacts with the camera and the crew yeah. and um, the way he holds himself and stuff, so he's kind of like the entry point and then you obviously like vlad is you know just um <laughs> a a lot less <laughs> subtle and deacon as well, and then you've yeah. got um
3: well, I did read. While Vlad that well. is based on Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. yes. Kauititi based Viago on Iago and his own mother. I did, like... yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I but, really, uh... I really want to see Taika mother in this in this series or in the sequel <laughs> film. I want to,
0: I want to see <laughs> or, that.
1: Or just out and about on the town, really, Connor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be best. But get her definitely. in the universe. <laughs> I think you can you can definitely see that because there's a certain effeminacy, like, I guess, to Viago that's very. Uh very present and uh, yeah i think knowing that it's based on uh, YTE's th- mom it, it explains mm. that a little bit and uh, he is kind of the fastidious one and that's the joke isn't it that he's the one that's like we need to have the chore wheel sorted and we need to do the dishes it's been five years yeah
4: <laughs>
0: it's the combination really. as you said of the mundane with the like supernaturally extra normal natural setting yeah yeah which which just makes it so funny and uh again there's probably just going to be a lot of quotes that come up throughout this review but one of my favorites just apropos of nothing when they're talking about it and it's like uh, you got blood all over my nice couch the red couch well it's red now yeah. Oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's red now yes yeah.
1: or the way that gets paid off would be you know put, put some newspapers down or get some towels or something you know we're not ever... <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and yeah then you he could have put the newspaper so, down u- <laughs> university <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the student, <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, I like that he's kind of—he seems kind of sweet to his victims. He doesn't seem like just vicious and brutal, but uh, he right. also, he's also quite practical in that the whole kind of like, yes, sometimes we do take our clothes from the victims. You might be biting someone and be like, oh, those are some nice pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a nice pants. Yeah, there's some uh, nice yeah. pants. Uh, It's also kind of sweet that he gets the love (laughs) love plot throughout the movie. That's his, like, through line, is this woman Uh, uh... Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, Catherine. And uh, he (laughs) went all the way to America for her, and she's, like, in her 90s. And, again, um... that's some... uh, It's a surprisingly kind of... uh, Dramatic and real moment when he talks about how she gave him this great silver necklace, but he can't wear it for very long. Oh and, yeah, <laughs> it gets dramatic, and then he like ruins the or not so much ruins, but like takes the dramatic tension to a comedic place when he's like he's wearing it and it's burning, and he's, yeah. he's literally pointing <laughs> at his chest, and he's <laughs> like, but he loves <laughs> "That's so the longest much. I can wear it." <laughs> yeah it's like, as long as i can do that yes <laughs> but,
2: uh, yeah. and then i can't cause... remember how it all got set up but when he says oh and then i got sent it you know he did it wrong and it took me 18 months to get there
1: <laughs> to get yeah, yeah the, get wrong the, container. the wrong order yeah yeah, yeah the wrong the... order
2: it took me 18 months <laughs> and then when i got <laughs> there strange. i found
0: her and she was in love with someone else
1: <laughs> you said yeah, i would be nice. a vampire i'm now 90 years old
0: <laughs> it's awesome and uh Related to that storyline, this is a joke that, for whatever reason, it didn't even register with me the first time I watched it. But watching it back for this, the fact that he takes like the picture he's printed out of this ninety-six-year-old woman to the coffin, then you just see the coffin <laughs> lid just banging yeah. up and down like he's he's clearly masturbating. I, wa- I wonder. What, yeah, I wonder what's going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, they, <laughs> they do kind of end up together and you do get the joke about, you know, oh, would, would people accept a 96-year-old lady with a guy four times? Uh, the hell with it. The people can call it. me a cradle snatcher. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, There's also one thing that uh, Whitey, he does in character that is part of the original short, but it's done a lot better in the film for obvious reasons, which is when he's talking about how they have no reflection in mirrors. And he's like, oh, look, ghost cup. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> he's floating the cup. And you can imagine how that looks in the kind of, um, you know, no budget student movie that they did, where it's clearly like a piece (laughs) of string floating the cup in this fake mirror and stuff. So, yeah. Uh,
1: For some reason, I forgot the last. Hour and a half, so I don't know what we're actually
0: talking about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize oh. the first time I watched it that there was like a post-credit scene either where they try to hypnotize like, yeah, good oh, forget, yes. <laughs> you, you forget this last hour and a half of this movie, you have not seen anything. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's literally like but they're so
0: bad at here. it, you know. It's understandable it failed in, in most of our cases because they're terrible at that hypnosis thing. Mm. <laughs> like when uh, Deacon's getting rid of Jackie and she's like, You know, you did say so. you're gonna make me a vampire. I was like, Go go away <laughs> <laughs> go away speaking of deacon it's obvious that uh, yeah he's set up as kind of the young bad good bad boy of the group um, yeah. <laughs> yeah the uh the, the only introduction we really get to him and again it's present from the character's introduction in the short film is that uh, he was a nazi and he's like <laughs> he feels really hard done by because it's like uh, you know you're a vampire it's bad you're a nazi Bad, you're a Nazi vampire? No way. <laughs> it's such a, a weird I'll way of get the hell out of there. Get out of there. Exactly. But then his plot throughout the movie just becomes that he's jealous of Nick as the kind of newer, yeah. younger horror yeah. vampire. <laughs> so I do love that like he is so petty about like, you know, he wants to go to this boogie wonderland that they always go to and it's actually a you know, dive it's a shithole, and uh, yeah. Nick's getting them in all these cool places. <laughs> but I do like that eventually they do make up as well you know they come to an understanding at the end of the movie after they've had the big werewolf fight so yeah that is nice. amazing mm. it was amazing um, it was so good Uh the next character I think we're introduced to is uh, Peter who is blatantly just it's not Nosferatu isn't it it's, it's, it's not a Yo, subtle yeah. homage
2: no. no no they literally um, borrowed
0: Universal's prop and went yep let there's, there's nick it <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Which, uh, it's quite surprising to see in this kind of movie, though, because as you say, the, the vampire side of things—the uh, fact that they represent the old school like that—and I did read, I think it was a critics review or something that said that like Peter represents the old-fashioned vampire movie that they are keeping locked in a basement and just playing lip service to who and stuff and I'm like A little bit too deep, I think. They're probably just making a gag, to be perfectly honest. But, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah, and I I have to say as well that I love the equivalent of that character that's played by Doug Jones in the TV show. Yeah, the end um, kind of... Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, elder oh. Baron. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the it's the called Baron. 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 The fucking yeah, Baron. I think like a grandmaster, but it's the Baron. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Baron. Yes, and it turns out it's not a title. It's because he can't have kids. He is Baron.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's
0: Baron. Yeah. So did I. No, as I was saying, in the movie, that I do like that they kind of did that kind of um, obvious joke about how you know, because they're the older generation, they think it's all magical, and so I think it's Viago says, oh, I had a locket or something that I lost years and years ago. You can find it. Yes, Google it, as if that's going kind to of miraculously <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. That's awesome. Um Yeah, uh, what did you guys think of the character of Jackie, then, as the kind of only really human character, I guess, in this movie? She's,
1: um like, obviously, like, you can say it now, seeing the series, like, she's Guillermo light really yeah. isn't she yeah, yeah um but obviously I, I like the aspect of like she's got like her family like her kids her husband and I like how the payoff of that at the end as well I, I, mm. I love you but I am your master oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I am your master yeah <laughs> yes. um I think yeah I think she plays it really well um because it's that whole relationship you know you can either go like it's the imprisoned human or it's someone that's desperate to be a vampire and she kind of skirts the line of both a lot of times yeah, like cause she's kind of been forced into it, so she's kind of making the best of it. And then, you know, she, when she finally gets her wish of being a vampire, it's like, right, then I can do all the stuff I want to do now. We assume yeah, like, that we haven't, mm. haven't seen, but then, but then I've got yet. me thinking,
2: I've got me thinking, then what happens with her kids? I mean, all right, she's in charge of the husband, and what about the kids? Do they know she's vampire? Oh, mummy. You know you look pale than usual. Like, what happens to the kids? She, what, she what probably they just turned them into little kid vampires. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's a he's
0: fucked. So he basically is he's their bitch forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I've got to feel That's like... how marriage works, the... Connor. Because they do have that joke <laughs> early on, how they're, they're talking about how you know if you're turned as a kid, you stay a kid forever, and they mention yeah, and they meet up with them. Like, oh, whatever you you know, you have to kill some paedophiles or something like yeah. <laughs> which, <word. laughs> again, surprisingly dark comedy. But it's like I, um, well, I
1: suppose you know. <laughs> I became vampire at sixteen, which is why I still look sixteen. But you in my time, <laughs> <I don't> really, <laughs> it was hard yeah, life for sixteen-year-olds.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah clearly. But, um, <laughs> One thing I did personally notice about the, the Jackie character, though, that's not really present with uh, Guillermo is that it gives you a chance to kind of to do that cliched sort of talking about gender and stuff. So the fact that she yeah. even gets the line about it. I'm just saying if I had a penis, I would have been turned years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: pretty uh, awesome. This is a dick swinging contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. true,
1: not just for the genre but probably just for the industry in general maybe that like yeah I exactly it yeah. kind of could have been a pun for the fact that you know male characters get kind of all the breaks and all the good stuff well, well yeah certainly I know the, is, the film the industry fun the as a is, genre yeah. and
0: everything yeah definitely 100%, mm. but um yeah, and it is—it kind of feeds into the Deacon and Nick rivalry because it is Nick who eventually just turns her into a vampire off-screen. She just turns up at the party mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, it was Nick that did it." And you can see Deacon just quietly fuming about that. Like I was trying to get it. <laughs> <route to me." laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I like so, Nick. Yeah, the... Nick's a good
1: character. Nuck, yeah, Nuck. Can't even eat chops. <laughs> <laughs> that's my so, I, you know, I no. wouldn't. I wouldn't eat that if I were you.
4: Why
0: not? <laughs> I <laughs> oh, you know not going to track up to be so just don't believe the hype As <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: so, yeah, i I've been a, a vampire for two months <laughs> <laughs> that's the, really weird The best, yeah. best thing is flying because uh, everyone wants to fly and now I can do that Nick, why would you not use the front door? it can fly. Why would I use the front door? Why would I use
2: the front door? Yeah, why would I use it?
1: Which is a lot of, like, how audiences would, like, you know, say about, like, these kind of things. Like, if they can fly, why wouldn't you just fly from A to B? But obviously, like, you've got to be yeah. subtle in, like, the middle of the fucking day or something. Well, not in the middle of the day, but like... At the place. <laughs> That is a quality
0: joke, though, when he basically turns that back around on him, when it's like, you're going to get the, look, the entire, everyone can see you flying all around the house. You've got to be subtle. And he's like, you've got an entire film crew here filming you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oops.
1: Cameras everywhere. (laughs) I'm going to kill Mm. you. I'm already dead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hope this is the last time you're dead. (laughs) I don't want to do this again.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But no, Nick is uh, is an interesting character because he starts off as a human kind of sacrifice that Jackie brought for them. Um, and kind of unlikable figure. as well. I weren't really a fan of Nick as... He was He was annoying. I'm glad he died. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm
2: glad he died. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs>
3: um, so he is the, uh, he,
0: he's the kind of butt of the joke when it comes to the whole... Uh, you know, they're having a dinner party and it's like, Would you like some pasgeti, Nick? <laughs> ah, you how uh, are you enjoying uh, no, your worms, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, fuck off. I me how <laughs> <laughs> and he's just it's so matter of factly, he's like, I need to get out of here. These guys are weird, they talk all bizarre and they feed you worms and stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's ultimately Peter that uh that kills and Oh shit, me. Peter got him. <laughs> Peter got him. Which is pretty ironic since Nick basically leads to Peter's death later,
1: spoiler alert. But, uh, no,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, as I've already mentioned, but it's kind of funny how they all kind of don't like Nick much, but they love Stu, his human friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately, like you mentioned already, DK, that he's like the, a friend of the, the guys that made the film and he his naturalistic performances because he just kept getting told like, oh, it'll just be one, so, you know, just a little bit here or there. And he is just a regular dude. <laughs> and yet, but I'm glad right. you said that because I generally thought, was he just meant to be a mute for like 70%
2: of the film? And then as it goes on, he then speaks. But then, okay, now knowing that, Little detail, yeah. it does make it better knowing that he was just an extra and then the it guy, and genuinely,
0: like, yeah, when am I going <laughs> to fix computers? He <laughs> makes it yeah, exactly because <laughs> they're doing more and more with him. And it's like, no, no, just, just, one, mm. just this one, just next yeah, scene, just hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And uh, I mean, to the point that, like, at the end when he's been clawed by the werewolf and turned and everything, at that point, he's got to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sizable part of this movie, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something's going on here.
1: I've got a surprise <laughs> for you.
0: Stu! Stu! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also, uh, yeah, so Stu gives you the chance to bring, like I said, this kind of comment about the modern age, interacting with the vampires and the computers, because it's already kind of funny how they're talking about how they just want to flat together, and they don't want to be in a big castle or whatever else, and <laughs> then you introduce, like, modern things and stuff. It's uh, it's pretty funny. It's also, on, on a similar note, it's Nick that goes around telling everybody he's Twilight. <laughs> which I thought, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the from Twilight. I, I'm the main guy from Twilight. I'm the main guy from Twilight. I'm the main yeah. guy from Twilight. Like, yeah, like, that's his vampire frame of reference. As you said, like the others, they're all you know they're based on the Gary Oldman Dracula or Nosferatu. And he's mm. like, no, my oh, frame of reference cool. is Twilight. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> How many people yeah. have you told you were a vampire? Uh, no one. Uh, where that go? Uh, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> there's that great scene though when he is literally just telling everybody. And some people are just taking the piss, and there's the guy in the uh, shop or whatever. where He's like, "Oh yeah, I can transform as well." And he's like, "Can you? Can you?" And then just turns his face truly terrified and just goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just again very like matter of factly, just like, "Don't don't
2: lie, don't lie about being able to transform." <laughs> well, and like you say, when he's in the bar and he's like, and the guy says, "I'm a vampire," and he's like, "Yeah, right, okay." And he's like, "No, I'm a vampire." He's like, "Oh, I fuck off," and he
4: just runs away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then as you said, the guy well, who ultimately uh, the guy who ultimately gets him in trouble because like, "Oh, that's so funny." Some of Vampire oh. he's like now you're fucking not now you're not yeah, you're <laughs> and it turns off. out he absolutely was and he got Peter mm. killed in the end and then got killed himself of course but uh, yeah <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah and I do love that they actually turn, have turn a
1: turn his head around the other way exactly you can't just leave your oh, mate lying there <laughs> classic, classic classic burly type <laughs> oh, he's oh there's so many great, great
0: lines in this it really is it's it's just you I know the review probably is just going to be Series of quotes, but that's kind of that kind of movie. It's hilarious. So
1: Oh it is. Yeah, it's such it's such it. a quotable movie. Oh hundred percent, yeah. But even ridiculous. It's like stuff the like rum but not yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> the rum but not shit. Put that, <laughs> that on the poster. I was just gonna say that's the kind of timeline <laughs> I'd love to see on a poster. It's like the room, but <laughs> not shit. <laughs> but no, I do. As I say, I do like the fact that they even show the ridiculous, like fighting as bats and whatever, and uh, getting thrown against the the garage door. Um, which again, they do a lot more with the whole bat thing in the TV show. Just I I can kind of, I miss that. I miss having Matt Berry scream bat as he turns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bat.
1: <laughs> if I don't like the kind of your jive. Shit's gonna hit the wind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice. Oh, got now, now, my party. darling, why the fuck would we walk home? That? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very aware that you've been quite quiet, DK, so I'm going to ask this next part to you. So, uh, what did you get a bit of a shock when uh, Reese Darby turned up and they did the whole kind of werewolf scene? <laughs> what did you with to make?
3: Oh, I, I like that scene. We're werewolves, not swearwolves.
0: Not swearwolves. Calm down. Yeah, he uses like, the right. F-slur and he's like, no, <laughs> no we don't, don't do up, that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Remember, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and uh, because I'm I'm I know who this dog is. So... <laughs> <laughs> yes, at the end, I do swear because I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm the
1: oh, alpha male. I yeah, can't yes, like he's the in this movie. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs>
0: exactly. Welcome to Jumanji. Mentioned it again to I think that was uh, it was maybe Connor or George I was chatting to you offline, but I did mention that as well as the TV sort of series spin-off based on this, there is a spin-off called Wellington Paranormal, which is just basically following the two police officers in this movie because they're so good yeah. in the way that they have the like intersection of their job with the bizarre and the weird, which is what their show is. It's like all the bizarre paranormal stuff in like Wellington, New Zealand. Um, but yeah, I have to talk about them because they, their, their character names are just their names. Like, they absolutely kill it in that scene when they're just, they're seeing all this weird stuff and you don't know whether the, I think it's uh, it's Viago who's like, we don't know if this hypnosis is going to hold. We're just hoping for the best. And he's like, what's that <laughs> What's that up there? Pointing to the flying vampire. No smoke alarm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know
1: you guys are having fun, but uh, no smoke alarm It's like, oh, Okay. <laughs> It's dangerous. Look at you that. You have got, got an open flame right next to that there? That's
0: well, that bad
1: guys. <laughs> Again, it's the, the, it's the... it smells funny in here. What'd you call that? Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue. Mm.
0: Uh, you've read that a bit too much, as he? There. You can't just leave him lying <laughs> on the floor, though.
1: <laughs> I don't know where his soul is, but where's his blanket? <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome so, oh. yeah um what did what did you think of those uh two cops and that scene in particular then uh you guys <laughs> well
2: they're literally like when they're in the, uh we like to step inside and she's literally got the flashlight staring at um the fucking whichever character is at the ceiling and they're like <laughs> no smoke <at> alarms <laughs> yeah no smoke alarms. <laughs> it's, it's like really or the yeah, fact that um fucking vladimir is grabbing the leg <laughs> <it's just> like, <laughs> yeah. no, no smoke alarms. <laughs> no smoke <at> alarms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's great, yeah. I thought they were really good uh, again, quite naturalistic. It was pretty cool. Um, the last thing I have written in my notes under acting, which I don't know why they are here, they're just scattershot. Um, but the last thing I have noted is that the I remember the first time I watched this, the quality mislead about the beast just turning out to be like. Uh, Vlad's ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, just a ex-girlfriend just a regular woman more or less you know? <laughs> the, beast. Yeah. the thing is, the thing is I, wa- I, I
2: watched it today and I generally thought like I, I remembered like 80% of the film but when it came to the beast I remember them talking about it but I was like who is this beast I was thinking is it going to be something stupid supernatural but when I found out it, it was just a
3: regular woman they used to date. I was like I mean oh, a vampire okay. woman but still just a woman who's, like, <laughs> yeah it was just a and...
0: woman <laughs> I was like oh yeah, broken his heart many times and it's that old fashioned again cliche about like uh, you know, he has that one scene where his makeup and everything makes him look really haggard and terrible because he's like finds out that she's getting uh, like guest of honour or whatever when he thought it was going to be him and he's so hurt by it. And then again at the end of the movie in typical fashion they're just back together again <laughs> just having weird vampire sex. <laughs> yeah.
3: I do like that yeah. when everybody's going to the party and, he, and he's just there, leave me to do my dark bidding on the internet. What are you bidding <laughs> on? A table.
0: Dark bidding <laughs> on a <the> table, Yes. <laughs> <I do> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> yeah I love it and I thought I thought that actress who played the beast actually did a really really good job as well because she doesn't turn up till the very end of the film and then she kind of has to sell this joke i guess the the punchline to the joke and then as you say she's kind of she's the one that calls out Stu as being a virgin and everything and
1: uh, talks about you know should this camera crew be here and everything We <laughs> can't cool. eat do, or the maybe one cameraman.
2: Yeah, maybe
0: one cameraman, but yeah. So, um, as I,
1: I, I say, like zombie,
0: do... no, he, he's kind of like a uh, human. <laughs> <laughs> as I've mentioned, uh, t- talking about writing and stuff. Now that um, we, we've more or less uh, pointed out that this, obviously, part of one of the main parts about this movie is that it has the the mockumentary uh, sort of fake documentary framework. Um, so what did you guys make of that? Did you think it was an interesting kind of choice? Because, uh, again, that's that's how the short film sort of began was, as I said, it was called Interviews with Some Vampires, and it was just like the mundane documentary talking to vampires. And, yeah, what were your thoughts on that?
1: I like it because it's well, sort, of a, sort of the expectation, really, doesn't it? So, like, yeah. um, I, I find it mainly in is it the fight between Nick and um, Deacon, like, when it's sort of, like, on the ceiling and stuff, like, it's, it's such a weird angle, but because it's it's a person fit like it's meant to be a person filming it, not as in like it would be in a like blockbuster or whatever. Like you would be on mm. the scene and with them or like follow it around or do like a kind of yeah. inception style, like yeah. the corridor would turn. Like it's so weird, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the framing the framing's really weird in certain things, but it works for the style so it w- it be because it's bringing everything down to a yeah. normal level. Yeah.
2: Definitely. i say, it say it would be, like because like literally like you just said about the whole, it's not a blockbuster, and yeah, they are literally vibing off of Inception and gone, oh, let's do a creative shot, because they know it's just one person with a camera, they know they can't really do that, so that's why it looked janky and off. Um, um, no, but <laughs> change of topic, can we just talk about the werewolves? Oh, sorry, not swearwolves, I can't
0: swear. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the swearwolves. Definitely, yeah. I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, the first time they appear, and obviously uh, it was a nice surprise, because I, cause I like, knew Rhys Darby from other stuff, and so he's always funny. Uh, so it was a nice, pleasant surprise, and I wasn't expecting him to turn up again at the end of the movie at the least opportune <laughs> moment, and then have the big, huge kind of rumble, and uh, yeah, seemingly kill Stew, and then turn him, and then, as I said, Rhys Darby is oh, just great. Surprise. and, and, and I know it's probably uh, like as DK mentioned, it's probably ninety nine percent improvised, and I'm sure it was in this case. But it's seen over the credits, I love where we start. And he's like, "What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at?" Because he's like meant to be the alpha,
3: I'm and he's like, "What are you laughing,
0: laughing the at?" I'm just, I'm just Well, don't just don't do that. And then he says something to Stu, and he's like, "What are you laughing at?" Oh, I was laughing because
1: yeah, that's see, that's fine. Be like that. Be like him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I
0: mean, like how uh, that
1: sort of all that stuff works as well for the like. Like you were saying about the mockumentary framework, like for that whole mm. like a face-off between vampires yeah. and werewolves, like in the park, and it's yes. literally the main character turn like you got, run like as they're fucking turn take off the clothes yeah. that you want to get. Nicky, you've only just bought yeah, that jacket. <laughs> 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 yeah, like like keep... <laughs> uh, why would you put
4: a the padlock still on it? could a the fucking almost... padlock.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot because I lost my key last time. Uh, like, I like how like they're running away, but obviously almost like in the way of like a wildlife documentary mm. thing, like they're still trying to film the like the animals themselves. Yeah. I <laughs> and think it, t- kinda,
0: their and... it does cover up the potential kind of bad effects as well, because the fact yeah. is that you yeah. can't really like zoom in and can't focus on it. It is like this Gonzo style of, oh, it's just somebody who's running trying to capture these images. So what could be like, that's a mm. terrible werewolf costume is just like, who cares, you're seeing a fleeting glimpse of it in in what seems very much like the real world because it's filmed as as, as is, you know, as, as reality. Yeah,
1: so and like, like obviously like at, in, at night we have out like, you know, um, with just natural light instead <laughs> of like setting up the light so you're getting like it's like exactly, hiding yeah. more of it. Like just like you said, more real.
2: It's almost found footage-based, literally Blair Witch Project inspired and just, it feels authentic and it's literally us on our phone or our camera going, oh shit, there's people turning to fucking wheels, run for your lives. There's no (laughs) cuts or fancy
0: editing.
1: It's just, oh fuck,
2: we're
1: going to get eaten.
0: (laughs) Exactly, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I think we've we've talked more or less about this, but I have got sort of noted underwriting as well. Um, It is, what works really well is obviously, we've said it to the mundane with the ridiculously... Bizarre and paranormal, and that's emphasized straight away with the whole like flat meeting. The fact that Peter's definitely not going to be there (laughs) because (laughs) he's like he never goes from the basement and he's 2000 years old or whatever. And yet they're, they're sitting there having this flat meeting and talking about chores. And then, as you said, because it's filmed in documentary style, it is quite shocking and kind of weird when. Uh, they, they get into a fight and they just like fly at each other basically <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> and then they just sit down and say, I'll do the dishes
1: whatever <laughs> but, uh, I like I like how I like... they managed to keep that feel for the show as well like you sort of like definitely it feels yeah, the definitely. same but just a bit more polished I think for when it gets mm, to the series because mm. obviously and there is a bit more them, money behind it
0: yeah speaking of that though I also uh, like how the series like this uh, film does the cool thing of showing you the vampires through history by the use of like ancient lithographs and paintings and stuff, Ooh. um, on yeah, them and yeah. through the ages, uh, to the, the really cool song You're Dead the by Kenna Norma, yes. Norma Tanega, um, which again they use in the TV show for the predator. Oh, I see, I forgot it's it was in this Empire. film,
2: I, I didn't think how I couldn't remember how it was this intro, but I was thinking, oh, it's like, is the song going to be in this film? And then when I heard it, I thought, oh, good, it is canon. I thought, cool, <laughs> I thought the yeah. TV show created the song, and I thought, oh, okay, but no, to no, see no. it in the film before then, I thought it was, you yeah, know, it was just a nice touch.
0: No, so it was a I heck a how find, it got actually,
2: because,
0: yeah, it's it's not really, obviously, the film doesn't really have a lot of music, and you can't really talk about, like, a score or whatever not in right. that sense, because it is no. very, you know, documentary-found footage, but that was a really good find, because it just happens to be a song from, like, the 50s or 60s by an actual singer that the filmmakers found, and were like, this fits our tone really well, and yes, it does, <laughs> it really works. We did, we, did, so, uh... we did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the next question I had, then I'm going to direct this at you again, DK, because why not? Because you were you were fresher to this movie. Um, what did you think? Were you surprised at the various, like, two-month and then several-month time jumps that happened in the film? Because I remember being a bit shocked at that. Not,
3: not particularly. It just seemed, uh, you know, one of those natural progressions that you often find in documentaries. Uh, yeah. I did hear out you know, it pushed narrative along. It, I guess it was not shocking as such but it kind of the first time it happened it took took a little getting used to but yeah i think it worked yeah fair enough enough. it's also a good
2: way to like frame and structure the film so you say like literally the first you know chapter even though it's not a chapter you know the first block of the film is like this section then the second section is like say the one with the werewolves and then the third is the unholy masquerade and then what happens with the werewolves at the end it's just a good way to kind of like break it down and you are like oh you want to watch this bit then go to this bit and whatever you know it's just a good way to yeah. sort of block and paragraph yeah.
0: the film a little bit it's like you're watching three short films almost into yeah. one feature in a way and it it does have a narrative function in that you don't you, you kind of need nick to not be freshly turned in that scene so he, when he comes back oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah i've been a vampire for two months but then it does flash back to like what he literally did go through at first and stuff but you're not seeing that in the same way that again not to keep referencing the show but we see the beanie feldstein character we literally see the progression of her as a vampire like through three or four episodes at the end of that season spoiler alert (laughs) uh, (laughs) um but i think that would have dragged the film down and it would have taken way too much time so it's nice to be able to get to the whole oh no i've been a vampire for two months this was what it was like and now this is where we are and i think i'm twilight and everything you know so that's pretty cool um what did you guys make of the when they started again? It, because it seems like a documentary, and then there's random decisions, like when they they think they're dressing up all cool to go out, and they do like a bizarre fashion montage of all these like really old-fashioned, really crap clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, what's what's this about? Would this really be in a documentary? You know. <laughs> but, uh, so, did you guys appreciate that? Did you think it was uh, was worth a
1: gag or? Oh, yeah. No, it, I you think just show choices. It, yeah. Sorry, go on, Conor.
2: Yeah, no. Literally, I was just gonna say it just shows that they are like not from this time, and they ha- and they mm. do have their ways, and they're all from different decades. Because like Viago's three hundred years old. Vladimir is something like eight hundred, and then you know Peter is fucking eight thousand because he's yeah. you know, a husk.
4: <laughs> and it, it just it
2: all, you know, it just shows again. No matter how old a vampire is, they've all got their own taste and they're all from different areas and everything. And vampires do fucking last a long while, providing they yeah. don't
0: obviously burn to death. Yeah, yeah. But it, I do love that it, it it sets out to know what kind of humor it, it's aiming for. And it's it, do, it does stick to it throughout because even little things like when they're going out, they have to get the bus to go to the, the nightclubs. And, stuff. <laughs> and again, it's just the surreal idea of like these three vampires dressed ridiculously just taking a bus. <laughs> and, uh, it, it,
2: it's an image. It is something to see. Yeah, it is. It's really like, what, <laughs> regardless part, if you um, took it seriously or not. It is yeah. such an image just to see like, these immortal figures, these mythical supernatural deities that you should fear and run for your lives and, oh, fuck, it's the vampires. And you just see them doing
0: normal, mundane human things. It's, that's the whole point of the movie. It's amazing. Definitely. It so, it's um, amazing. The thing about that scene as well is that I have a feeling it was a kind of a last-minute rewrite or decision because on the deleted mm-hmm. scenes when they're heading out to the various kind of pubs and clubs and stuff, they get out of a taxi and hypnotise like the taxi driver yeah. so they don't have to pay him. And I'm like, oh, it's so weird, because I think it's funnier that they do the whole, like, no, they're just going to have to get on the bus and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mingle with the people who are all just mocking them kind of thing. So that was an interesting yeah. kind of, uh, you know, turnaround. And uh, So, uh, yeah, I have to kind of talk about this, one of my favorite scenes, which is the dinner party scene, when it's basically mm-hmm. like Jackie getting chastised for bringing the, the worst uh, possible people to her party, and they may not even be virgins, and... This poor woman who Jackie's like, well, she I thought she was a virgin. Would you sleep with her? And I think yeah. it's uh, <laughs> the <laughs> deacon of Vlad that's like, yeah, I would.
3: <laughs> I, like the, uh, I like the one with Nick. He went, well, you were a virgin when, when I was seeing you. I was 12. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I was 12, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they do the whole, as I've referenced already, the whole peschetti becoming worms thing. Uh, they mention yeah, quite lampshading the fact that that's stolen from the Lost Boys, which I like as well, that these <laughs> vampires are so kind of, like, uncool that they're just stealing vampire things from films and TV, um, which, you know, feeds into later on when he's like, you can't dress as Blade, he's a vampire. Hunter. But vampires love Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley you know. snap- <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool how they uh, they bring the real world into that to give it that reality as well. And uh, in that same scene, in, in terms of like I was saying, sometimes the special effects don't necessarily hold up and the, that's where the style uh, feeds in. How friggin' terrifying was it when they mentioned that Vlad used to be able to shapeshift into various animals, but now he can't get the faces right? Mm. And there's just that split second <laughs> scene of the cat with Vlad's face, which is one of the <laughs> yeah. most disturbing things. The
2: most horrifying <laughs> image of the movie, yeah. Exactly. Like, but,
1: then, like, just, but then, like you say, I love it, that they like, don't you... for too long.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right, like you say, there's—I swear—there's a deleted scene where it's Vlad, like topless, and you see a pair of eyes around his
0: nipples, something that is a deleted <laughs> scene. It's just like,
2: why? Why on earth?
0: What is that? <laughs> um, so other than that, I just have a few. I'll just m- maybe throw a few kind of. I said scenes, but then I've just written quotes, basically. So I'll throw a few at you. And uh, this isn't so much a quote, but I do love the fact that they go with the whole vampire mythology of having to be invited in. So they're having such awkward times at the bars and stuff when they're like, invite us in, (laughs) tell us to come in. uh, Again, there's a quality deleted scene where they have to leave one of the bars because the bouncer's just like, uh, uh, do you want want to go in? No, you have to invite us. Are you inviting us in? No, I'm saying you can go in if you want to. You have to to go and see (laughs) You have to go and see Janine there. Uh, No, she will just take the money if you decide to go in. So, is that an invitation? No, I'm just saying (laughs) you can't go in. Janine, hello. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, I kind of love that it plays on these vampire tropes and stuff to that funny of a level as well. And uh, like I said, the idea that the vampire kids would be off killing perverts was a fun twist on that as well. (laughs) And, uh, it
2: almost yeah. kind of made them morally good and morally likeable, it was like oh they are doing something decent in their spare time
0: yeah I noticed that <laughs> a lot in the movie even when Viago does that comical like biting and then blood splurts everywhere he seems like he genuinely <laughs> oh, is like, sad about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he's trying to make it comfortable for the poor
1: student woman and in the end he's like yes, you know, he says go. that he's, he's like ah oh, i got to make them feel comfortable in the last moments yeah, yeah exactly <laughs>
0: So, yeah, it doesn't necessarily portray them as like monstrous or whatever. And even Viago has no. that open head where he's like, you know, people say we have cold, dead hearts. Well, it's definitely dead, but I don't think it's all that cold. I think we can still feel, you know? So it's an interesting mm. angle to take. I on definitely that feel
2: one. something. Yeah,
0: he's like, yeah, definitely feel something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I've written down here, and I have no idea what this is. This is one of those really weird, surreal things where it probably came from like a really tired, like um, just batting stuff about random improv. Obsession, but it's like they're talking about like things that could happen to you. Like, oh, life is so fragile. You could do such and such. And it's like you could make a mask out of practice yes. and get savaged by a dog.
1: Like, what the frick? <laughs> does that have to do with yeah. die old age. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, Even old age is cruel. <sighs>
0: that's awesome so I'm just gonna throw it open then because that's more or less as much as I had until we get to like favorite character moment and conclusions and such so
1: did you guys have anything that you wanted to talk about with uh, with regards to the movie or favorite moments etc I like the um, whole thing about we drink um, virgin blood because it sounds cool
2: <laughs> yeah, because there's me is, thinking it was actually a like point. He's like, oh, "Are you cool. going to
1: eat a sandwich? Would you just enjoy it more if you know no one had fucked it?"
0: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's when we quote yeah. of the movie. That's probably quote of the movie that one.
0: That is my yeah. favorite line, which I'll get to when we get to that section. But, yeah, that is my favorite, uh, my favorite line for sure.
1: I'm, apart from that, I really like the um the trial of Nick. Like right, when they're like, you know, uh, first <laughs> thing. First crime, he bought a human, in, but we we likes you, so we'll cross that one out. <laughs> um, he says something thing, and then oh, he's like, uh, the "That first. was pretty."
0: That was pretty minor, but I was told we would just build up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's like, uh, and then he bought like a vampire hunter was like number two, and then like thirdly, like uh, killing of Peter. Well, that really should be crime number one, but we're kind of building up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, um, now start the procession of shame. <laughs>
4: yeah. Shame, shame,
0: shame. That's great. Yeah, as I've already mentioned it, but my funniest part of that is just the fact that they still like Stu and they're like, Nick, you are exiled, you're never to come back. But Stu, if you want to come around, if you,
2: bunk, yeah, if you want to bunk
0: <laughs> in. <laughs> and I've him have, say, man, a few words, he's just kind of like, he shrugs and he's like, hmm. Yeah, and and so Nick's I mean, just there, really like, Stu, come on, you come coming, Mike? you come, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, so, do you want to get into favorite character moment in line then? We may as well. Um, so. I will hit up all of us individually, starting with you, DK, and ask for who's your favourite character and
3: why in the movie. Uh, I think it has to be Viago. He's just so affable. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
0: and uh, yeah, the, the film's kind of co writer, creator, director as well, which helps. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's I mean, Red gets the, the
3: best lines, but I think Viago's a more, I don't know, more in tune mm. with the audience kind of character.
0: He's more of a lead. What are some of your favorite Vlad lines, if there's any we haven't mentioned? By the way, then if you think I
3: do it. love the I do love the one outside where he's banging it, where he's, he's like saying to the guy, "See me, see me," and then sort of <laughs> rapping <laughs> on the window to get his attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so do you want to come in? <laughs> no. It goes on for like a good thirty seconds. Do so you think? that you think the point ain't going to work? And then he eventually does go over to the window. I think that's what makes it work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Such a long, dragged-out scene. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so what about you then, uh, Connor? We'll come to you next. Who's your favourite character and why in the movie?
2: Um, I kind of like them all, but I think the one I go to is Vladimir. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but... And Vlad the bugger.
2: <laughs> Vlad the Volker. I'll go for a look, which I call dead but delicious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That yeah. one. <laughs>
3: yeah. you go haven't really talked. Uh, haven't
0: really talked about that joke either. That the kind of because he's based on. Dracula, who's famously Vlad the Impaler, they make a joke about he's Mm. known as Vlad the Poker because he used to poke all of his enemies. And then when he's like, uh, you know, the shit's hit the fan later on and he's all depressed and it's just showing you each of the vampires doing their own thing in their room. And there's just a naked person hang up with him like poking a poker into them. (laughs) (laughs) It's completely matter-of-fact. It's just there in the background and then he just closes the door. (laughs) yeah i appreciate it i like that. the fact where know. he's
3: where they're on facebook and he said and you can poker? <laughs> <What? Yes. laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes i did <laughs> oh.
1: that's a good point he was an 18th that, century man. dandy so he can be very fussy. <laughs>
0: exactly so george <laughs> what about you who was your favorite character and why um
1: i like kind of said like i like them all but i really do like Vlad. Like, i think jermaine Clayton plays him really well i like the whole um the at the beginning where they talk about like oh like he's from medieval times so like um, some of his views are a bit but we should get some slaves yeah <laughs> <yes. laughs> <laughs> and when he fucking Ooh. he um so when Vlad um shoots Viago uh, with an bow and arrow in the oh, yeah
2: yeah going to mention that at the beginning yeah oh because <laughs> yeah, one of you mentioned about um somewhat uh, was it Viago getting hurt and then I wanted to interject <laughs> 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 fucking Vlad shooting Viago with the bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Out.
1: but i do also oh. like um what's uh oh, what's his name um main werewolf uh anton i like him as well oh yeah, the whole, yeah, um i just i'm get, i get stressed
0: yeah yeah he
1: is really good <laughs> and um the way that sort of is um like take it i would say that it's not done as well in the show like the whole werewolf like that face that initial face off of the werewolves mm. and the vampires like i like how that's carried over but i think it's done better here like yeah because it, it, it's, it's more of a, sets yeah, up a lot yeah. of the things yeah mm-hmm. like a passing yeah, sort yeah. of like a nod to it really isn't it and the way that some of the characters are set up uh, like i feel like vlad is very much walking so that um lazlo can run mm. Definitely, in yeah. some
2: respects, Stu is the first yeah. human friend that I've had for a long time. With humans, there's a tendency
0: to die. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, um, I, I, am with um, DK. We you know, my favorite character was Biago because I think he because he leads the humor and the plot and he is the kind of mm. the guide through this. I think sets that's sets the tone gonna, as well,
1: doesn't
0: he? Really, and sets the tone absolutely as well. But um, I do find it amusing that therefore between us, two of us have picked one of the core. Right, directors, and two of us have picked the other one. Picked the other one, yeah. Other one. yeah. <laughs> so it goes to show. Talk about giving yourself the best two roles in the movie, you know. But, uh, no offense, Deacon, you're great, but
3: why? Why you
0: come back for Jonathan Bro or whatever? <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody's interested. He um, sat so, so, yeah. there somewhere.
3: No one gives me credit. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it's because I'm a Nazi, isn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> why? Yeah. Stay away. Stay right
0: away. <laughs> so um yeah the next thing would be what was your favorite moment or
3: scene in the movie then dk starting with there with you again it's just the scene with the, the police especially in the basement <laughs> where the with the uh the vampire hunter and the coffin laid on top of him <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. yes fair enough uh what about you then connor what was your favorite moment or scene um.
2: Again, continuing that police scene it's just, I think I just lost, visually lost it when she's yeah. literally staring at whichever character at the corner of the ceiling, <laughs> and Viago's grabbing the
0: leg, and then she's like smoke alarm, I'm like, okay yeah, look at course. that, no smoke alarm yeah, no smoke alarms. <laughs> also no smoke alarm down here, again, you know <laughs> it
1: was very really bad yeah. guy
0: <laughs> yeah, you George, what was your favourite?
1: I think like, this so, like, it's such a quotable film, like I'd say, mm. obviously, the police scene. Like, is and I do want to check out Wellington Paranormal because I haven't yet. And yeah, I not actually
2: thought, know that I, that was. I thought I read, I thought I read that it was happening,
0: but then it wasn't. But then that's where werewolves or something, wasn't it? That one
2: hasn't, yeah, come that, ahead. yeah,
1: yeah. There's
0: um, mm. oh, i talk about, it. yeah, there was um, did been swearing for a while that they were going to make a movie called We Are Wolves that was just based on the werewolves of this movie, so it would start Well, and I wonder why it didn't happen, because they were swearing That's against the werewolf code (laughs) (laughs) They kind of said they were going to do it after this movie, and then... They interviewed. This is such a hilarious interview with Taika Waititi because it's obviously been so long now and he's like, um, that's the movie that um, Jermaine Clement and I keep threatening we're going to make and at this point we should stop talking about it because it's kind of like the dad who says that he's going to be home for Christmas and he just never is. It's and just, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> at this point it's just like, yeah, sorry son, another year, <laughs> we can't do it. So uh, He says, we don't know if we will but we do want to make it but who knows if it'll actually ever happen. So, we'll see. But uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, just to finish off, then my favourite scene uh, personally was the dinner party scene. Just because it sets everything up straight away, and I love, I really do. Just love the whole stupidity of like uh, do you like your the fact they can't pronounce spaghetti for a start. Do you like your puzzgetti, yeah, b- yeah. puzzetti, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was like pus- Dumb humour is as, as, as I often relate to, and then like the whole idea. of do you like your Paschetti? Oh well, me you like your worms? Oh. <laughs> and then as we said, the whole kind of like, well, I thought she was a virgin, would you see with her? I would.
3: <laughs> I do like the bit later on when it refers to that when Nick's trying it with the uh, the chips. Do you like worms? And some- yeah,
0: because <laughs> it only works with food that's already looks like worms.
2: <laughs> Yeah, even, exactly. even like literally a, a small mini scene is them in the nightclub. briefly like, When they get into like Boogie Wonderland or whatever it's called, and <laughs> it's just Tyker at the camera, and he's like, Oh my god, this place is everything I wanted it to be. It looks so fabulous. And you just see him behind the girls, and he's literally just about to go in for the bite. And then
0: and he's <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, and yeah, then there's, there's another scene they... at the bar, yeah. There's another scene that I love that I... This isn't really because it's funny or whatever, but just from a technical standpoint and the fact that you... It's kind of a thinker when they, they go to the kind of the masquerade or whatever, which you know, six six six, it's set on the sixth of the sixth and sixth or whatever. Uh, but they're at the masquerade oh, and it's yeah. showing you every it shows you the dance floor and everybody on the dance floor, and it cuts over to the mirror, and the only ones there are like the zombies because obviously the yeah, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. reflect, so it's suddenly like way less people. And I was like, Wow, that's actually for a visual gag, that must have been a nightmare to put together, and yet I never <laughs> use it, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, we've already mentioned, uh, I may as well start us off. Yes, my favorite line is definitely, um, why do we drink virgin blood? Compare it to a sandwich. You'd just enjoy a sandwich a lot more if you knew (laughs) that nobody had fucked it. Which uh, (laughs) I I love that line because it's really funny. And it also, it's the perfect example of how uh, humor can develop into something better. Because in the short film, that line is just, you'd enjoy a sandwich a lot better if you knew that nobody else had ate it. And I was like, "Oh, that's oh, not okay. oh. nearly as funny." And they clearly found the like—if you knew what he had fucked it before the movie—and I was like, "See, Nick crushed it with that one." So, yeah. right, so <laughs> like you, Mike, I
2: watched the Blu-ray, but I watched the "What We Do in Transylvania" thing instead. I didn't get oh, to watch right. the um, the short, the the, the, yeah. the original short. But the Transylvania yeah, yeah. is literally just a companion piece. It doesn't really—that wasn't set before this or anything. There's nothing like behind the scenes on that. Is that's just
0: another little right. random short film. I believe that's right. i didn't watch that one but i do want to kind of get on with because i watched the deleted scenes and then the short excuse me and that was it because at that point i was getting late on my uh, viewing night so i was like ah oh, well that's probably plenty. we'll go to bed now <laughs> and then i did not go and masturbate into a coffin so tk what was your favorite line of the movie then you have already said
3: it, the sandwich. Oh, it was, wasn't it? The sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way, the way he delivered it as well, it was just really well done.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Connor and George, is at the same line, or do you have uh, different ones?
1: I was going to go for the sandwich, but um, I think to <laughs> Everyone was. On, the, on, on the Deacon dishes line, like, I'm so embarrassed when people come over. Why does it matter? You bring them over, you kill them. Vampires don't do dishes. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> because of the whole yeah ridiculous and... Uh, <laughs> With the mundane, but it looks, fucking, it's great, it's so well delivered, <laughs> and yeah, that would have been my second choice. On a similar note, is that uh, you can't have you know, just be flying around the house without people who notice you've got an entire camera crew here, you know? <laughs> just so dumb. But uh, what about you, Connor? I know it's
2: just another Vlad, you know, I'll go for dead but delicious look, <laughs> <for> <laughs> <a reference. laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. He's so egotistical, you gotta love it, but uh, awesome. Uh, so then, did you want to get with the? Uh, did, did you guys all write a little conclusion and your score out of five? Or
2: um, you... no, no, no. no I literally no. just put quotes I... down.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> um... just put random quotes. Well, did you want to just give us a quick sort of summary of what you thought of the movie, and then give us your score out of five, then and then. Myself and DK have probably got conclusions that may be way too long. <laughs> so yeah.
1: um,
0: we'll start with you, George. Why not give us your uh,
1: quick uh, final thoughts, opinion, and then a score out of five. Um, final thoughts and opinion. I would say it's a very, it's low budget, but it uses everything to its advantage. It's so like the script is so tight and well written, and the directing and the like the framing device all works in its favour to really sort of enhance it, and it just it works so well as a as a character piece, really yeah like it's not really there's not many set, set pieces if you can call them that kind of thing like in this it's just like you know not the werewolf thing like kind of is maybe but um it's just a story about these characters and it's so well done and i really enjoy it i'd probably give it a four out of five awesome awesome uh what about you connor it, again, it's just my introduction
2: to the mockumentary format, it's just uh, the supernatural concept being brought down to such a mundane, generic human level that just makes it such an appealing, like, even if people wouldn't watch this sort of format or comedy and just, they're just like, why on earth would I want to watch this? Just, just give it a go, just watch it and just be amazed at how good... Acting can really be in such a smoke, like low budget, small, small scale film that doesn't connect to anything. All right, the show came out afterwards, but back then, when we they made this film, they didn't know they were going to have any more installments. Um, yeah. um, and then, um, but no, like George, I'd give it a four out of five. I do think, like we keep saying, the show just did this film, but better overall on the yeah. scale. And like the show just doesn't want to end nowadays. So it's just the show literally is bigger, bad, or better, as all sequels should be. Um, but no, four out of five, just very much the closest to a perfect film as there is. But it's a good introduction
0: piece, I think. Definitely, yeah. It's a franchise launcher, definitely. Um, well, before mm. I go on to myself and DK's thoughts, then it just occurred to me that we uh, probably should have done audience interaction uh, first. So we'll split our kind of opinions halfway through there. Uh, and we'll go to the audience. To the electronic <laughs> mail. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we, we put uh, the information on the Google machine. And, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we asked um, around various Twitter and Discord groups and things for audience uh, opinions on the movie. Uh, TK, did you want to give yours first? I thought you said you had uh, maybe two or three.
3: Yeah, I uh, I asked the guys in the screen talk on Facebook group what they thought. Uh, Dave Trower, the admin, he says, it wasn't as funny as I'd hoped, but I enjoyed it for the most part. The well, were- the werewolves were my favorite. Uh, Justin Williams from the group said, I love the movie and I love the TV series even more. And Chris Beaver said, I really love it. It's pretty much perfect in my eyes.
0: I'll go through my stuff then. So, uh, as I often do, if I remember, I did put out a poll. Didn't get a massive response, but we have got some. Uh, so, I just said, What would you rate what we do in the shadows, the movie, out of four bats? <laughs> so, uh, bats? one bat, <laughs> bat uh, the one bat, it sucks, haha, uh-huh. score uh, got 0%. Uh, two bats below average got 13%. Uh, three bats mm. decent got 25%. Uh, but again, the runaway winner was four bats excellent with 63% of the vote. Uh, And just in terms of some individual things, um, on Twitter, the girl who waited says, I saw it recently with my husband. It was good, better than I thought it would be. So uh, fair enough. At Greg Amos13 said, I found it a delightful change from all the stereotypical monster films. Every character had actual character, which is why I think it translated so well to the TV version. Uh, That's fair enough. Over on Facebook, my cousin, Maddie O'Neill, just said, this is a great movie. Uh, Back on Twitter, Kimberly Chapman uh, said, I absolutely adore the movie, but I found the TV show very meh and gave up on it after a while. Uh, The movie is utterly delightful. I know it's weird. (laughs) Utterly delightful. It's been a few years since I watched it, but it's frequently on iPlayer, so I should probably rewatch at some point. Um, Also on Facebook, my friend Jane Marley said, "Um, I've not seen it, but I'll take a look as I like Taika Waititi's stuff. She then said, found it on Amazon Prime. That's tonight's viewing sorted. Someone at work has told me about it previously when telling me about the series. So it's a timely podcast from you. I didn't know it was Taika Waititi, though, so that's now moved it up the viewing order. So we'll see what she thinks when she's watched it. Uh, And I believe the other things are all from the uh, Discord group that I'm a part of. Uh, A charming little lad says, that movie slaps dog. <laughs> Gum wow. Kuzler, what a name, uh, says great movie. We're werewolves, not werewolves. Uh, Mystery Angel says it's a 10 out of 10. Even the show is great. And the other things I have are all from uh, letterbox actually. So uh, my friend Rats and King says, What We Do in the Shadows is a very funny movie, but it's not going to be on my all time favorite comedies list not because it wasn't funny, but just because vampires don't really interest me unless they're gorgeous naked lady vampires from <laughs> outer space. But that doesn't mean that it's not an insanely clever and funny movie because it is, and you should definitely watch it. Also, Stew is just the best. 8.2 out of 10. Uh, my friend Alex Marzonia simply says, exhaustingly hilarious and gives it four stars. Uh, and Lordly Kicker says, I was surprised to see this movie didn't suck. Stealing my joke there. And gives it three and a half stars. Hey, hey, hey. Out of five. So uh, that was all the feedback I had. So uh, TK, do you want me to go first with my conclusion and score or would you rather go?
3: Oh, I'll go first. I'll get it out of the way. Fair enough. Go for it. All right. I was I was reticent when it came to what we me in the shadows. as The genres never really appealed to me as such after being very heavily exposed to the office a few years ago but I was pleasantly surprised by this. It's quite an understated hour and a half, but it's got some really funny moments. There's enough good situational comedy in there, even for those not particularly film- familiar with vampire tropes, to carry it along so it never feels like a chore. I often think comedy of this genre works better in smaller chunks, but nevertheless, I found it harmless, and enjoyable, and while I don't think it'll ever be a personal favourite, it sold me on the premise enough for me to want to try both the series of the same name and the Wellington Paranormal series, And I won't be opposed to watching this again, maybe to pick up on what I uh, missed the first time around. And I'm going to give it 3.5 out of 5. OK,
0: fair enough. Awesome. Um, That's all right. Well, my conclusion then, I just said, it's a film which shouldn't really seem as fresh, given that it's made up of elements which aren't super original. But the merging of the Spinal Tap documentary style with the surreal nature of the vampire tropes makes for brilliant humor, mined perfectly by masters of the craft. It's not especially deep, and while it's highly quotable and always funny, it lacks a degree of rewatchability, but you can see why it launched a successful Mm. franchise. Cleverer than it appears, joyfully amusing with lots of cool ideas, acting and writing, definitely worth sinking your teeth into uh, and I also give it four out of five. <laughs> Thank you for applauding well, my terrible applause. Well, good, well done. Done. <laughs>
2: absolutely intended.
0: Fangs <laughs> all around. Yeah. So um, bear, with me while I, <laughs> bear with me while I try to work out the average for the podcast then. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, fair enough. So that comes to, let's say, 15 and a half divided by four of us. Uh, so, yeah, the average for the podcast, then the final score would be 3.8 out of 5 for what we do mm-hmm. in The Shadows. Hmm. So, not bad. GK dragging the average down, <laughs> I think, a little there. But, uh, yeah, not, not a bad score at all, 3.8 out of 5. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, speaking of Tycho ITT, I have just watched uh, Lightyear, which has him in a voice acting role. Uh, and you can catch our review of Toy Story 2 talking about that um, on the channel from, Best think, Toy Story a couple film. of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, you can I'll also get wait, here, definitely. <laughs> you can also wait a week, and you can catch our review of Taika Waititi's film Thor: Ragnarok, which we will be talking about hey, um, in time hey, uh, because, because uh, <laughs> in timely fashion, Taika Waititi will be bringing out Thor: Love and Thunder at the same time that we review that, so that will be handy. So I'm going to ask everyone if you have any uh, details that you wanted to sign off with, uh, where people can find you. Uh, starting with you guys, uh, George, where can people find you?
1: You can find us um, Pacey Sheep across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and the YouTube, which is where um, we mostly preside, mainly because um, I haven't really got my arse in together. I've, I've had some changes in my life, so I'm kind of trying yes. to piece my life back together. So um, Definitely. we will try back to do again on the new arrival. So yeah. Oh, thank you, mate. <laughs> awesome. um, and we will have, peace, like, we've had um, we had Michael on to talk about Morbius, and um, we probably won't put him through such torturous um, circumstances <laughs> yeah. next time. He's Morbin <laughs> time. There yeah, it- will be
2: no more oh, Morbin time. time.
1: Yeah, terms of, we'll all make, I ever do is talk
0: about vampires with you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's a theme, it's a theme. That's true, that's
1: very true. Um, we'll have to try and get you on to talk about something that, um, better,
2: less supernaturally, yeah, exactly. less supernaturally.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> well, if you're you struggling when this marble finishes,
0: I'll come and talk about that if you want. So,
1: yeah, why not? And, um, we, um, you can email if you want to get involved in the podcast, like a similar audience interaction, but um, we don't really have any of it. It's the barren wasteland, it's barren, like the barren. Oh, um, like <laughs> barren. Um Connie, you do you can say the email because you yeah. like doing the electronic mail.
2: Yeah, so again, this is the electronic mail at the nerdbible contact. Nerdbiblecontact at the gmail.com. At, at gmail.com. Google mail people. Nerdbiblecontact at gmail.com. Or write it
1: down on some creepy paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, creepy paper. Master, nice. it's crap. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So so, uh, some t-
1: people but the people were on drugs and now I'm a wizard
0: drug blood <laughs> <laughs> do we have anywhere that people can find you personally Connor
2: um no not really no'm right here contest, you know, it's on pasty sheep um, hasty con, changed, changed which I made for this specifically for this recording, but I didn't have to use it in the end. <laughs>
0: oh, well, fair enough. Hasty uh...
2: underscore, pasty underscore, underscore con. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds I so weird. You did have we'll, a Twitter uh... name that you like didn't use, so like Connor doesn't really yeah. do social media unless it's like Instagram. So,
0: well, fair. Maybe following on that, he's always on the YouTube's anyway weekly with uh with George, so that's fair enough. And uh, DK, did you want to shout out anything uh for the peeps?
3: No, nothing really. I can just be found
0: here, just
3: hanging around. <laughs>
0: Chained to the yeah. desk. Yeah. <laughs> just con- contracted. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're getting tired of giving all the details now, so you can kind of find all of our, you know, Twitters and Facebooks and everything in the descriptions. It'll always be there. You know where we are, so you can always look there and find it, and uh, yeah, in the meantime do join One us again next One human
1: alcohol beer
0: please. <laughs> 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 you, can, you can join myself and DK with a uh, special returning guest, Toby, next week reviewing Thor Ragnarok. And uh, yes, in the meantime, uh, I'm
1: going to let Connor and George sign us off. <laughs> well, hopefully we get, hopefully we can get you both um, on the podcast soon. But I will sign off with the wise words that he's mad as a wax banana. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks a lot, guys. It's been awesome having you on. Take care. Bye bye. In the epic words of Arnie, I'll be back.